I like to start a new year with communion. Amen? Because our life flows from Him. Next week, he reminded you, Dr. Gant and Rhonda will be here next Sunday. I also remind you, it's Donut Day. Remember, it's oh Donut Day, first Sunday of the month. So don't forget Donut Day. And, um, we, of course, we won't have church on Wednesday night because that will be New Year's Day. But come next week and, and be prepared to receive for what God has for us. Now, next um, I don't know about you. I'm sure this time of year, I'm always thinking about reflecting on the year that's ending and thinking about the year to come. And I saw a thing on the somewhere the other day, and it said, in less than a week, it will be 50 years from 1970. And I, oh, my, that 70 was our era. That was, you know, that was our years. That was our decade, but best decade, best music, best whatever. But but so it's been almost, as I was thinking about that, it's been almost 50 years since I asked Jesus into my heart. Never regret it. Best thing ever. And as you go through life in 50 years, there's a scripture in Psalms by David. And he says, um, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. And as we come to the end of this year, this has been an extraordinary year in Nebraska. And I know we've talked about it before. But of all the 48, 50 years that I've served Jesus, it's just I've never come to the end of the year and been so thankful for God's faithfulness. I mean, it talks about in, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians, it talks about in verse not 1, verse 9, it says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son. And God is, it just proved that to me more and more. Not that I doubted it before, but it just has become such a reality to me this year. And I'm so grateful. And I'm assured that in the year to come and in the years to come, he's not going to change. He's going to continue to be that much faithful and even more. So as we bring this morning's tithes and offerings, I just want you to bring them with a heart full of gratitude and understanding that you can't outgive God and that he's always faithful. Ushers, you can go ahead and receive this morning's tithes and offerings.
first night that my sister came and, and husband and, and she's in has Alzheimer's and uh, we were wondering how she'd do she did did pretty good but the, their little dog they brought their dog and of course we got a big dog and little dog first thing it did went downstairs and we didn't realize where it had gone and what got into Kaylee's candy that she was going to put in the stockings and we had candy all over and my sister we didn't tell her because then she'd have a meltdown the dog's face was just covered with candy I told my brother-in-law a couple days later you know that's where they you know the candy went was all your dog got it so amen I want to uh share with you and I won't go very long today but We've been on a subject, and we just started a new series on the mercy of God. And we played a, a clip a while back from Dutch Sheets and, and Pastor Hank. And here's some of the things that, that he said. And the main thing was this. In the year 2020, everyone say 2020, the church must promote God's mercy and goodness. So the church has... Uh, a responsibility in this coming new year to promote, to speak, to share about God's mercy and God's goodness. Then we also said that how important it is that you and I speak it out. So we're as a church, we're going to be declaring and decreeing God's mercy and God's goodness. We said mercy was a refraining from harming or punishing offenders, enemies, are persons in one's power. Kindness in excess. You know, we can be kind, but then we can be kind in, and with excess. Amen? Of what may be expected or demanded by fairness, forbearance, and compassion. It, mercy is the power to forgive or be kind. Here's another definition. That eternal principle of God's nature which leads him to seek the temporal good and eternal salvation of those who have opposed themselves to his will. The word in in the Hebrew for mercy means loving kindness, unfailing love, steadfast covenant love. It's a loyal love. It's tenderness, faithfulness, a feeling of kindness and compassion. Now, Put that scripture up, would you, sir, please? This is what I want you to see. And this is from Psalm 65 and verse 11. I want to just share a little bit about the subject of goodness. Let's say it together. You crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. See how important it is if you want to be blessed to follow God's paths? You want to be blessed spiritually, physically, financially. You want your children, your grandchildren to be blessed. What says that God crowns the year with your goodness. And in the Hebrew, the crown means to encircle. Can you imagine being surrounded with God's goodness? Kathy shared about this year. This church has experienced God's goodness in a big way. Look around you. Amen. The word good or goodness in the Hebrew means whatever is right, pleasant, or happy. It's the opposite of sorrow or evil. You know, that's what the, what the world needs to hear, not the evil, not sad or sorrowful things, but that God is a good God. He's a loving, faithful, heavenly Father. 
Now, you as a believer, we can all be subject to tribulation. You know, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God will always, and, and it doesn't make any difference, he can, he can work and move in your life. He can bring back your peace. He can bring him back and restore your health, your provision, and especially your joy. Jesus said we, we, we would experience tribulation in this world, but he is what? He's overcome it. God always has a divine plan for you and I to come out of tribulation into abundance. In fact, he is a master at turning the tables or turning things around. Another translation of this scripture reads it this way. Even in the hard places or the hard pathways, they overflow with abundance. So maybe you had a hard year. Well, God can turn it around. You know, we had, we had a difficult time this year. You know, we kind of lost some momentum. But God's going to turn it around in 2020, I guarantee it, because he's a good God. And so I want you in this coming new year to, to think and reflect. And in fact, go through the scriptures. There's so much in the scripture about God's goodness and mercy. Psalm 23, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, everybody else is looking behind their shoulder for something evil. We, sh- we as Christians should look back. Well, there's, there's mercy. There's goodness following us. Amen? Are you in agreement with that? Let me read some scriptures on this. You don't need to turn. Just for the sake of time, let me read them to you. Psalm 31, 19 says, O Lord, how great is your goodness, which you've laid up for those who fear you. How many fear God? When then God has laid up good things for you. Psalm 52, 1 says, Why do you boast in evil, O mighty man? The goodness of God endures continually. See, that... That brings hope to me. Some day, you know, New Year's, you get to the end of the year, and there's so much going on, and you look at the government in the United States. Have you ever heard of the guy named Trump? No. (laughs) You know, but God's moving in spite of all that's going on in Washington, D.C. And I don't care what... The Democrats say or the Republicans say, I want you and I to be concentrating and staying focused and keeping our eyes on the Word. What's the Bible say? God's good. Amen? Here's another scripture. Psalm 145 says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great in mercy. The Lord is good to some. No, the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies over are over all his works. See, God, the scripture says that God reigns on the just and the unjust. He's a good God. Psalm 107.9, for he satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. 
So if you're spiritually hungry, is he going to fill you? Yeah, he's going to fill you with goodness. Psalm 85 verse 12 says, Yes, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Psalm 84, 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all my iniquity, who heals all my diseases, who delivers my life from destruction, who crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies my mouth with Good things so that my youth might be renewed like the eagles. Amen. Romans chapter 2 verse 4, it says, The goodness of God leads you to repent. And Kathy said that 50 years ago. Has it been that long? There was a point in my life. See, I grew up in the 70s. And it was a party decade, and I was good at it. I had fun. But yet there was, a, there was something inside me that knew I was missing out on something. There was a void and emptiness, and I found that only Jesus could fill that void and take away that emptiness. Because he's a good God. The Holy Spirit would not leave me alone. He wouldn't leave me alone. You know, he'd set me up with people. I've told you this story about how one of my friends in in high school um, was on drugs and attempted suicide and opened the door of the car he was riding in. I don't know how fast they were going and just jumped out. It didn't kill him. It didn't help him. His father was a doctor, but he ended up becoming a Christian and received Christ and went on to Bible school, and and I heard about it, and something inside of me knew that's where I needed to go. See, only Christ can fill that. Amen? And, And God is so good, he followed me and the Holy Spirit wouldn't leave me alone till I finally surrendered my heart to Him. Now, I'll give you a few scriptures here. This is, this is the attitude that you and I need to have in 2020 as far as God's goodness. Say it with me again. You crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. So, He's done a... a good for all of us this year, and he's going to do the same. Now, here's the first thing that you need to do. This is your attitude. This is the way you need to be, and this is the way I need to be. You need to have an attitude of thanksgiving. You need to give thanks daily. Say daily. You need to be appreciative of all that God has done and all that God is doing present and all that God is going to do. You need need to have a thankful heart. The world doesn't care. The world's just interested in satisfying their flesh. We need to be thankful. We were thankful this morning for the the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 107 verse 8 says, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness. So this, you have an assignment. Say, I have an assignment. 
every day in 2020 when you wake up in the morning, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. See, if you start your day that way, you start with an expectant heart. God will do good things for you. He'll, he'll do good things through you to others. So give thanks. Number two, you need to fear the Lord. Say fear the Lord. And I'm not talking about a demonic fear, but I'm talking about a reverential fear. In Hosea chapter 3, verse 5, it says, Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. I like that. Yeah, that's about Israel, but that's about the church too. We're, we're going to fear the Lord. And what's that mean, fear the Lord? It means this. God is going to do some things in the days, weeks, months, and years ahead that's going to, it's going to happen suddenly. And it's going to startle people. Thank you. Once more. Oh, you're getting bashful. That's how God moves. Suddenly. Everyone say suddenly. Uh, there's things going to happen in Washington, D.C. It's People are going to recognize and discern. Only God could do that. Amen? Only, it was only God's the one that got Trump in that White House. If it had been Hillary, we'd be crying today. No, we'd be praying. So, when, when God moves, it'll cause believers to stand in awe and amazement because that's the kind of God He is. Number three, you need to, everyone say it, rejoice in His goodness. And this is what happened in 2 Chronicles when Solomon prayed the prayer and dedicated the temple, the ark was brought in. It says, and let your saints rejoice in goodness. So rejoice when you come in here on Sunday morning. It, do, it doesn't say come in here and cry or complain, does it? Do you know how many Christians cry and complain? But we are supposed to rejoice in all that God has done, all the good things that God has done. And then number four, you need to be satisfied. You'll be satisfied. Scripture says, I will fill to the full the soul of the priests with abundance, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness. Satisfied means, like most of you and all of us, after the end of a meal at Christmas, were you full? Did you eat a lot, Abe? Three times. Were you full? Really full? Did you want to eat any more after? Uh-uh. See, that's the way God's goodness, he's, He fills us up so to we're satisfied. Amen? So, this year, 2020, people of Harvest Church, this is your attitude. Say, give thanks. Fear the Lord. Rejoice in His goodness. And then be satisfied. Be filled to the full. Amen. See, I told you it's going to be short, but powerful. Stand up this morning, would you please?
I want to. I got a prayer up here. I'm going to have Caleb put up that I prayed. Uh, that I prayed that we are going to pray. And this is this is the way I think we need to enter into the next year. So let's let's pray this not not just from our head but from our heart. Father, I thank you that my upcoming year shall be surrounded with goodness. I expect to experience your goodness. I take authority over the things that would try to steal that and thank you that my hard pathways from the past shall be filled with abundance. In Jesus' name, amen. Your pathways will drip with abundance. So we're going, now, New Year's Eve, you don't need to cry in your beer and shed a tear. You need to be happy and rejoice in all the good things that are upcoming. Amen? Everyone face this family from Europe. I'm going to pray over them today and bless them. <laughs> Not Abe. Don't be, don't be weird. Don't be weird, Abraham. Do you find out he's a little odd? Just, just a little different. Thank, thank God he got Beth. Thank you, Jesus. That's one thing I thank God for. Every No. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless this family. They shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. I bless their family, their relationships. I bless their home. I bless their business. I bless all that they set their hands to. Thank you, Father. Your goodness and mercy shall follow them. And thank you, Father God, for blessing them in every area of their life, spirit, soul, body, financially. We thank you, Lord God, this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And it was, it was wonderful to have you. And uh, you're welcome back. Amen. Are you? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I I, e- I emailed him and said, don't stay with Abe. Is there anything else? No prayer on Wednesday. Just remember, folks, Dr. Gant will be here. And when he comes, he has an apostolic gift. He'll share a good message for us. Amen. Be blessed this day. Amen. Thank you. You betcha.